Welcome to MPA Pod, the Mortgage Professional Australia podcast. Hello, and welcome to MPA Pod, our regular podcast series. I'm Priscilla Dickinson, journalist from Mortgage Professional Australia. Joining me today is Michael Lawrence. Michael is the CEO of the Customer-Owned Banking Association, the industry advocate for customer-owned banks. Michael is here to talk to us about the customer-owned bank difference, specifically what they offer to mortgage customers that's different to mainstream shareholder-owned banks in terms of service, rates, expertise, and support. Hi, Michael. A very warm welcome to you, and thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure, Priscilla. It's uh, good to be able to join you. Thank you. So I understand that COBRA members create great outcomes for customers due to an emphasis on customer service. Tell us a bit more about how customer service from a customer-owned bank differs from a traditional bank. Yeah, Priscilla, it really goes to the core of the structural difference of the customer-owned banks versus listed banks, you know, the major banks and even the regional banks, uh, whereby they are also responsible to shareholders, mm-hmm. uh, which is a key stakeholder for them. Um, our members own the banks. Uh, so if you're a customer of, um, of one of our members, then you're deemed to be an owner. Um, we don't pay dividends mm-hmm. and therefore they focus very much on the customer and they don't have that added challenge of uh, trying to please shareholders and customers, um, very much focused on the customer and the community. And I think for that reason, you you constantly see the customer-owned banks well above the, the other banks in terms of market-leading satisf- satisfaction. And you know, the Roy Morgan research, for example, uh, we constantly rate in the low 90s when the major banks are around 77%. Um, and again, it goes to you know, the, the whole fabric of why we exist, which is the customer of the community aspect. Yeah, we've got 58 customer-owned banks, so two-thirds of all ADIs in Australia uh, are, are customer-owned. And when we say customer-owned, we're talking about credit unions, building societies, and mutual banks. Um, and they have a very strong presence in regional Australia as well. And in fact, more than 50% of our members are actually headquartered in regional Australia. So an extensive network of banks, but also a very extensive network of branches. And in fact, customer-owned banks uh, operate 18% um, of all branches across Australia. And in fact, in regional Australia, it's uh, closer to 21%, which is significant significantly more than the majors um, mm. when you think that we have just you know, less than 10% market share. And in fact, yeah, the numbers show that we would have four customer-owned bank branches for every one that the majors have. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, also, we're, we've got members that are opening branches you know, in an environment where you know, the whole branch network is under pressure and, and we see Branches being closed. Uh, we've got Hume that recently opened Holbrook. Uh, Horizon Bank has announced that going to open in Barrier, and I'm led to believe that there are more opening 
Excellent. Um, I can see that obviously customer-owned bank customers are very much wanting that personal service and obviously the customer-owned banks are able to give that to them in a face-to-face format. Absolutely. And that's that's what it's about. We know that there are changing uh, preferences by customers and there is you know a big shift towards digital, uh, but there are still those and particularly in the regional centres that want that face-to-face. Um, and, you know, it's that personalised service that customer and banks uh, do deliver. And so, you know, they, they do have a presence that is, um, you know, over and above that of the, the overall market. Uh, excellent. Now, rising interest rates have prompted greater focus on competitive lending rates. Could you explain how customer-owned banks are able to provide sharp pricing to their customers? It goes back to the point I made earlier around the structural difference. Um, when you are not required to pay you know, significant dividends out of your bottom line uh, back to shareholders, then you can use that money to invest it back into the business uh, for the consumer. And that investment could be by way of... Um, investment in innovative products and services. Uh, it's for uh, certainly to ensure competitive pricing uh, is in the market as well. And and so therefore, there isn't that pressure uh, to squeeze the customers because of the need to pay the dividend. Yeah. So, um, you know, the innovative, I think there's a bit of a myth that, being smaller, you don't have the deep pockets of the major banks from an innovative perspective. Um, but I would argue when you're smaller, you're more nimble and you're more agile. Um, and if you look over history, yeah, it was the customer-owned banks that were uh, first with ATMs, first with Apple and Android Pay. So they are you know, market-leading in a lot of that innovation and it also goes to the products and services that they provide, which are um, extremely competitive. And they, um, you know, they're able to pass on on good rates um, as a result. In fact, if you just go back to one of the recent RBA rate rises, um, you know, one of our members didn't even pass on that rate rise, and that was a decision that they made. So, you know. They do have um, a real diversity of banking services and loan offerings that they're able to offer because, they, as I said, they don't have that, that pressure of uh, you know, having to pay away dividends. Excellent. And I understand that also that COBRA members' customer-owned banks have won um, various awards. Could you provide some recent examples of the awards that COBRA members have received that recognise their competitive pricing? Yeah, this really goes to the DNA of why the customer-owned banks exist, and and I've already said it, but it, it's worth saying again. You know, they are there for the customers, and they're there for the community, and that really comes out in a whole um, raft of awards that they have won over the years and continue to feature very prominently in most of the awards. Um, they compete hard with the majors uh, on on all their products and pricing, and that comes through in 
certainly the awards that we see through websites like Finder and Mozo. Um, mm -hmm. They also take out top spots in financial and banking awards more generally. When we look at the Roy Morgan uh, Annual Satisfaction Awards, we've got Bank First that was named Bank of the Year. Uh, Newcastle Permanent Building Society won Building Society or Credit Union of the Year. There's a certainly a strong history with the Roy Morgan. We've had uh, Bank of the Year Award with Beyond Bank, uh, Bank Australia Heritage, Greater Bank, Teachers Mutual, all taking out top honours in recent years. Uh, so great history there. And you know, separate to those awards, Great Southern Bank um, is the most recent winner of the CanStar Customer-Owned Bank of the Year in terms of the services that they have delivered and the strong value to members across home loans, savings, transaction accounts, term deposits, credit cards, personal loans, and the list goes on, as well as customer satisfaction. So um, great accolades to them. And then, and finally, I would also highlight, you know, Forbes recently named customer-owned banks uh, or our members in the top four for Australia. And that list is a list of the world's best banks. And it featured Beyond Bank leading the pack, followed by Heritage Bank, Greater Bank, Newcastle Permanent. Uh, so again, uh, amazing results. Excellent. I understand that 93% of loans through Chromebook members are written to households. Um, what does that say about the level of expertise provided to mortgage bro borrowers? I think that number itself uh, speaks to that level of expertise because they're predominantly retail banks. Um, some of our members will do SME lending, um, some commercial, but predominantly they're consumer banks and very much focused on home lending. As you say, 93% um, of all the loans they write are home loans. Uh, so it's an area of significant focus for our members and whether it's putting people into their first home as a first home own buyer or whether it's uh, continuing to assist people in an owner occupied or even of investment capacity in terms of the APRA data you know we are growing above system in terms of the loans that we we provide and we I should also add we recently commissioned us work through KPMG to look at the impact that our sector has on the broader community. And one of the things that came out of that report was the subsidy uh, to the members around pricing. And we spoke about this in one of the earlier questions, but there is across the board about a 30 basis point discount in the market interest rate, um, which if you've got a mortgage of 500,000, mm -hmm. uh, that equates to about a 1,500 interest rate uh, saving annually uh, so not insignificant and it goes yeah it goes again to the point I made earlier about our competitive pricing because we don't have those other pressures. Excellent and with large cohorts of loans rolling off lower fixed rates this year combined with a higher cost of living uh, more households are expected to feel the pinch could you explain some of the measures that show that customer bank customers are well supported? This is an area that is getting a lot of media attention. Uh, it's certainly getting the attention of the regulators, particularly APRA and, and also ASIC. Uh, 
And as I speak to governments, uh, politicians, it is also an area of concern for them. And they talk about the big cliff of people coming off fixed rates um, when they locked in at historically low levels. Uh, they're now maturing and they're some people being potentially faced with increases for 500% uh, at basis points. Sorry. We know there's around 800,000 home loans that are coming off fixed rates this year, so it's not insignificant. Uh, but what I can say is that you know, customer-owned banks have a strong history of retention and loan and, and low defaults. And that is really because of the fact that they are close to the customer. They work very closely with the customer. One of the things that they've been doing through this process is making contact with every single person that is on a fixed rate uh, before it is due to talk to them about what are the options available to them, uh, talking through their budgets and looking at what is the most su suitable products for their needs. So it goes to that one-to-one -one level of service. And you know, when you are small, uh, you can have the luxury of being able to, to do that and be connected with your customers. So there's a number of things that they're doing, uh, as I've mentioned, on that front. Um, but if I look at history also, just to emphasize this, the vulnerability aspect for our sector, um, when you look at non-performing loans, our sector is about nearly three times um, less than the majors when it comes to non-performing loans. Uh, we run at about 0.26% compared to the majors at around 0.71. So again, it, it does highlight some of the conservative nature of our members. You know, they're dealing with the members' deposits and they don't want to put those deposits at risk. Uh, so, you know, they do take a conservative approach, but it, also it's that personalised approach, getting, you know, being on the front foot, and talking to the customer. And we saw that through COVID as well, when we had all banks you know, across Australia, whether they were listed banks or even our customer-owned banks that were deferring repayments for customers. Um, our levels were half that of the majors uh, and our recovery was twice as quick. And again, it's just ref reflects how close they are to their customers. Excellent. And obviously with the May rate rise, again, that's continuing for borrowers. So it's great to have that personalised touch, you know, from from the bank as well, yeah, working well, with brokers and customers. Yeah, it certainly is. And we know through um, surveys that have been done around the experience of people who are vulnerable and in the customer and banking uh, side, 97% said that they were pleased with how their bank supported them. Um, and, and that, again, compared to 76% for the majors. So it's that personalised touch and the focus on the customer. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for that feedback and great overview of customer-owned banks, Michael. Great to talk to you. Excellent. Thank you. That wraps up this edition of MPA Pod. Thank you very much for joining us and we look forward to bringing you more news and discussion in future episodes. Thank you for listening to this episode of MPA Talk. 